Hey parents, get early access to Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank on digital today. You can buy or rent the heroic animated adventure that's nonstop fun for the entire family. Michael Sarah and Samuel L. Jackson voice the hilarious comedy about an underdog samurai's journey to become top dog in a world full of cats. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. You're listening to Parenting in the First Three Years, the place where we explore the strategies and soul of parenting from pregnancy through the first three years of life. I'm your host, Ann McKittrick. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome back. In this episode, I'm just going to give you a big, broad picture of what preschool education is all about. So by the time we get to the end of this episode, you will have an idea of what the different types of programs there are, what kinds of curriculums are out there, what developmentally appropriate practice means and what you should look for, what some indicators of quality are, how to prepare your child to go to preschool, and then a little bit of advice for drop off and pick up because that seems to be kind of a difficult time, especially at the beginning of the school year. So let's start off with what kinds of programs are there out there? So first of all, there's public schools. A lot of school districts are offering um, pre-K for everyone in the district. And so depending on where you live, this might be a really great option for you. And so that is one option. It's just like the school day. Sometimes the hours are shorter than like the kindergartners and first graders. Sometimes the pre-K um, classes only go half day. But nonetheless, that's a good thing for you to check out. There's also Head Start programs, which are really great federally funded programs in a lot of communities. Um, I've done a lot of work with Head Start, and I, I have a lot of uh, admiration for the work that they do. They take care of the whole family. Um, There's faith-based programs, and these are preschools. While they're usually housed in a church building, oftentimes um, a part of the church ministry, sometimes they're separate and apart from the church, and they just have their program in the building. And so that might be an option in your community. There's Montessori programs, nature-based programs, play-based programs, um, academically focused programs, all these different kinds of focuses that different schools have. Um, based on what they are feel strongly and passionate about. But the bottom line is that every preschool program needs to offer develop what we call developmentally appropriate practices. Developmentally appropriate practices are defined as teaching methods that promote children's optimal development based on strengths-based and play-based learning. The foundation is that learning needs to be joyful it needs to be well-rounded so that it you know, supports all of the different areas of development. Strengths-based means that it builds on what children already know and, and then you know, teaches them forward. Play-based means that children are not sitting in chairs and tables and expected to be writing things and acting like they're in first grade when they're three or four years old. And so um, we know that children learn through play and we want to have pre-K program that is designed around play. So how do you know when you visit a school if it's a good one, you know? I think it's, it's kind of tricky sometimes. You know, I've been visiting schools <laughs> my whole career and sometimes the ones that look the best are not offering the best education. 
And sometimes the ones that you think, oh my goodness, this just does not look good. That those schools are full of genuine teachers who are doing a really great job of shaping and molding children's um, thinking and their education. And so um, you can't always tell by, by the outside what is really going on on the inside. So here's some indicators of quality that, that are just kind of um, the first things to look for. The first one is the teacher qualifications. What's the education level of the teacher that would be working with your children? What's their experience? Do they have a lot of years of experience or are they brand new? Either way, that's fine, but it's just good to know. A, a teacher who has some years under her belt won't be quite as surprised by things and will um, feel a little bit more confident. But oftentimes I've seen brand new teachers come straight out of college or straight out of a certification program and be excellent. So the number of years of experience isn't always a deal breaker for sure. But it is just good to know what's the what's the credentials of the teachers, what's their ongoing training like, what's the you know what does the school do to continue the education of the teachers that are there on staff. Um, another thing to look for is what's the teacher-child ratio. How many teachers are there for a certain number of children? And what you will find in the in the three-year-old classroom. Um, it would be, the minimum would be 15 children to one teacher. And so that's the minimum. That means that that would, they couldn't have any more than that. <laughs> but you would probably look for, if you could find 12 to one ratio would probably be a little bit better indicator of quality. Also, the maximum group size is another indicator of quality. The minimum standard for that, where I am, is 30. And so you can only imagine a classroom with 30 children in it, and that's what you would find oftentimes in public schools. But in a private program, I would look for a class of about 20 children as an indicator of good quality. Of course, it depends on the size of the classroom. It's all, it's all based on square footage. Another indicator of quality is just the classroom environment. The room needs to be designed in a lot of different ways. One is it needs to be very safe, and you can you know, just look for indicators of safety. Um, you know what to look for because you've done this at your home. But it needs to be safe for children. It also needs to be very inviting and pleasant and engaging for children. And the way that it's engaging for kids is that they know what to do when they walk in. You know, that there doesn't need to be someone who has to tell them what to do. They should be able to tell oh, here's what I can do. I can go get this toy, it goes to this table. I can go do this and this center. They should be able to reach everything that is available to them. They should be able to know where to go to find what it is that they need. They need to be able to find the bathroom real easily. They need to know where their backpack goes in their cubby. They need to know where their name is and um, recognizing their name is gonna be something that they will learn to do in this preschool year. The playground also needs to be designed in a way that children can be autonomous. Do they, can they, you know, get the bikes out by themselves? And is there a place where they can ride those bikes, a good strong track that's easy to ride the bikes around? Is there room for running? Is there a place for, you know, that's got some shade outside? Those would all be things that you would look for. Another thing that is an indicator of quality is just the organization. You know, if there is a, 
if you if you walk in and they say this is how it works and they tell you exactly what <laughs> you need to do when you bring your child to school what will happen while your child is at school and then how they're going to communicate with you that's what you want because that shows that the program is organized they have thought it through they have thought it through in the way that is best for the children and also the way that is best for you as the parent another indicator of quality is um, that they have parent conferences are a part of what they do and it would be good if you, there's a beginning of year conference sometimes a middle of year but especially a beginning and end of year conference because you need to be able to at the beginning of the year first of all introduce your child to the teacher and let them know you know what's the history of your child what have they been experiencing in the in the time before they came to pre-k but also um, what they can do you know and they the teacher will probably have some assessments you know they'll have the ch they'll ask the child to write some letters they'll ask the child to draw a person they'll ask the child some questions and record their answers these um, real informal assessments should be a part of your child's record at the pre-k and so there's a beginning of the year assessment and then they'll repeat that same assessment at the end of the year and then have a conference with you to let you know how your child has grown and all of the things that they have learned to do that year and then the last thing I would like to add as an indicator of quality is that the program has a referral system so that if there is something that you feel that you would like to get some extra help with or they see something that they feel like might could use some sort of um, second look at you know that they have those referrals in place and so um, that's another good in indicator of good quality so that is what you're looking for that's all about the school. Now let's talk about the first day of school. Fred Rogers says that when children know ahead of time what's gonna happen and what's not gonna happen, then they have time to prepare themselves for what's coming. They can think about it, they can get used to, but their feelings about it, it's just like you and I. We like to have some you know, forewarning of what's coming and children are the same. So all that we can do to prepare them is really helpful and will help make the adjustment better. How can you prepare your child for that first day? Well, one thing is to visit the school. Of course, you visit it on your own as, as, you know, as, your, as part of your search, but take your child and visit the school. Hopefully they've got an open house of some sort, but if they don't, just ask if you can make an appointment to bring your child up to see the classroom take a walk around and look at all of the toys, look at all of the stuff, find the bathrooms, find out where they're gonna eat their, their lunch, um, maybe go out onto the playground and play a little bit on the structures and, and just kind of explore. Let your child see what it feels like to be at the school. And, and that way, when they come on their first day, it won't all be brand new. Another thing you might do to prepare for the first day is to have a picture. Maybe you could go through your phone and pick out a couple of pictures that your child really likes. Print them in a way that they could take them in their backpack and look at those pictures throughout the day if they would like to. Um, I used to make little books for my kids when they went to pre-k and even to kindergarten so that they could pull out pictures of us during the day if they began to feel a little bit lonely or like they wanted to see a picture of their mom and dad or brother and sister and or even the dog. 
So having a, a connection point for them that they can come to throughout the day is a really good idea. Um, another thing you can do is just talk about, you know, what the mornings are going to look like. This is what we're going to do. In the morning, we're going to get up. We're going to get your backpack. We'll pack your lunch. We're going to eat some breakfast, and we're going to drive to school. And then I'm going to walk you in, and we're going to say goodbye, and you're going to have a great day. And even practice this routine before school starts so that they know what's coming. So that's how you can get ready for the, for the first day. And then just one more thing, and that is drop off and pick up. You know, I was one time doing a training with a, a big group of teachers and I asked them, what do you wish that parents knew about dropping their child off at school each day? And one of the things that they said is that they really like it when children walk in the door on their own. In other words, they're, they're not carried in the door. Now with your preschooler who's three or four years old, you may, you may not be as apt to carry them as you would like a two-year-old or a very young three. But a child who walks through the door on their own just doesn't have that whole uh, get out of your mom or dad's arms <laughs> when you get into the classroom. It, kind of give, it just kind of starts them off, off right. So walking into the classroom by yourself and then you can you know, show them and help them get their things put away, find out what it is that they are gonna do first. Just you can stay a moment, make sure they're, that your child is engaged and doing all right check in with the teacher, and then just say a really quick goodbye. There's no reason to uh, draw it out, to stay for 30 minutes or anything like that. I know you want to, but it's really best for your child if you go ahead and say goodbye and then um, let them manage on their own. You can always call and see how things are going. You can always check in. I'm sure that the school will have some sort of system for communicating with you and I'm letting you know how they're doing throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, when you come to pick up your child, just a few things about that pickup. One is to be very mindful. Um, you wanna consider the fact that your child has probably been in a high state of stimulation most of the day. They have been doing things that are um, busy and full of learning and full of activity and full of interactions with other children, and this might all be kind of new for them. And so when they see you walk in at the, end of the, at the end of the day, their reaction to you might not be quite exactly what you had in mind. <laughs> and, and so be mindful of the fact that they might be cranky when you walk in, or they might burst into tears when you walk in, or they might run to your arms and tell you what a wonderful day they had. You just never really know. So prepare yourself for whatever happens and um, another thing is just to, to plan on taking a little bit of time. Go slow, follow your child's cues, um, have lots of snuggles when you get home. Um, when you get home, be sure to have a snack because there's just something about school that makes you hungry. Um, and have time to play big at home. They're gonna need to, um, to have some big play to work out <laughs> some of the stresses and anxieties about being at school. Even if those are really positive stresses, they are stresses nonetheless because it's new. And um, so another thing is to really be sure to follow your evening routines, especially bedtime on pre-K days. They're gonna be very tired. And if they're gonna get up and go again in the morning, they need to get some good rest and to be ready for that next day. So, um, 
that is it. I, I hope that this kind of eases your mind about preschool and helps you feel a little bit more informed about that new thing that you're doing. Um, if you feel as if you would really like to get more information and have a little bit more um, individualized help around this whole taking your kid to school thing, um, just email me or um, I'm going to put a link in the in the show notes so that you can find me. I do work with parents in this, you know, in this process of starting school and working through what they perceive to be possible um, challenges or delays or anything like that, even helping you through the process of letting your child go. It's a really big transition and it's a big transition for you as a parent in addition to the transition for your child. So I hope that helps and I will see you next time. If you love today's episode, take a minute and subscribe to our podcast. And one last thing, I'd love to pray for you and your baby if you'd like for me to. You can email me at ask at nurturednoggins.com. Your request can be as simple as just one word, or it can include an explanation. Either way, you can trust that I will pray for you. It's a quiet, simple way that I can connect with you and your family and support you in your parenting journey.